Oh my goodness, Audrey. It's another year goes by and we celebrate the top CIO, Chief Information Officers, and Chief Information Security Officers, CISOs, at the Pittsburgh CIO of the Year Awards last night. Oh my goodness, what a great time. Yes, lots of, lots of fun, lots of uh, people who do very often thankless jobs these days. You say thankless, and I have to agree with you. Well, I mean, I'm thankful for their thankless jobs. I'm saying thankless because we all take for granted that when we roll into work, our computers fire up, we can access the server, our email's coming in, Mm -hmm. we can get to the internet. Like, all these things we take, like, turning on our And we don't have breaches. And we don't have breaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not being hacked. So all these things are happening because there's smart women and men out there that that are making it be such. Just saying. So last night was just amazing. Every year we get this massive crowd to celebrate. So can we maybe like announce? I think we can. Some of the uh, some of I this think year's we can. winners. Yeah, I'm gonna let you so take the first. We one. have a category called Chief Information Security Officer okay. of the Year, and that went to Thomas Dugas. He mm-hmm. is the AVP and Chief Information Security Officer at. Duquesne University. Very cool. Congratulations to him. So I'll I'll take the next category. It's our CIO of the Year Terabyte. And this is a guy that I know you are really smitten by. Oh, well, don't tell him that on the radio. I'll take that back. I don't want him to know that. (laughs) We have Dr. Robert B. White from Allegheny Health Network took home and the, the top honors in Terabyte. That's the Big, big corporations. I mean, this guy has to have a team of like 100 people. I know. People. I wonder. That's actually a good question. I wonder what size his team is. But nonetheless, it's with all the compliance and the issues in terms of data exactly, and the responsibilities and all that they're doing, like with my chart and making right. sure that telehealth has access, we have an interesting title, Chief Medical Information Officer. I know. That's like – that's kind of like just being coined now by – by, by this, huh? And it's his name is Dr. Robert White. Yes. Good guy. Good guy. So do you take the next category, the gigabyte category? And the next category is William Bill, as I know him. Yes. Fort Wangler. And he's the Senior Vice President and Chief Information Officer of Dollar Bank. Interesting. Last year, Dollar Bank took home the CISO of the Year Award. Oh, that's crazy. right. Dollar yeah. Bank must be right. doing something crazy. He's a PhD, the gentleman who runs dollar bank. I believe. And their yes. chief information security officer. Exactly right. And I, so how cool is this? So we have like banks and universities. Like these are all, it, it goes to show you how ubiquitous this runs across every business as far as that goes. I know. And the next business is quite fascinating too. Very much so. This is something I know you have some insight on as well I know. Well it's sort too. of interesting, this yeah. business. So our CIO of the year for the megabyte is James Bish from Libertas Copper doing business as Hussey Copper. Been around... 175 years. Wow. Like that's <laughs> – I, I can't I – can't see my, my, my mind had to reset copper. a little bit. I know. Plain, steady, important copper. Think about copper, how important it is. We don't have civilization without copper. Do you think? I know. Really? Why yeah. are you saying that? Because Wire. of electric? Electricity. It's, mm-hmm. it's all about copper. There's copper somewhere in the supply chain, <laughs> I think, of everything and anything that we do this day and age. So a company it's like a that. It's a good, steady business. I, because of the need, I guess. Right huh? here in our backyard. Absolutely. And what's a, a cool Pittsburgh company? You're not thinking about tech with a copper company, but of course. It's really important for them to business. have information. Remember, Absolutely. it's competitive. Super competitive. So do you take the nonprofit category? And the nonprofit category goes to the woman who is the chief information officer at Penn State Altoona. Okay. And her name is Joanne Pekka. Yeah. 
Very cool. And she also runs and has reinvigorated Women in Technology, the local Pittsburgh chapter. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's pretty passionate. For her to take her time and try to get more women engaged into the industry. Yeah, she's very passionate That's about That's what that. I'm talking about. Super, super cool. And she's wicked smart, as and most of these people are, each and every one of them. Absolutely. And our last category was brand new for this year, Audrey. It was very, very exciting. For the 2019 inaugural Rising Star finalist was Justin Denham from Dollar Bank. So Dollar Bank is like a, is like a, yeah. double, is like a double winner this year. Like, they got it going on. They they really do. They're a an important part of the region's ecosystem as well. I mean, they you know, Dollar Bank has has a history of supporting a lot of the community efforts locally. You think of the community, I think of Dollar Bank because they're behind so many types of things as far as that goes. But anyhow, uh, congratulations to everybody involved. And before we know it, Audrey, we'll be talking about the 2020 winners because it seems like every year goes by more and more quickly. So I don't know. Good, good stuff. So, Audrey, last week we were talking about the uh, Innovation and Inclusion Week happening in Pittsburgh. Yes. And we were. Uh, I mean, we are right on the heart of it. It's going to be firing up. So, I mean, the Pittsburgh Tech Council, we have Backstage Capital stopping by in a few weeks. Yes, we do. Um, and Backstage Capital is a, sort of an interesting venture story. Uh, if you're listening and try to remember Arlen Hamilton. And this is a woman who started a company at at one point. I guess she was homeless. And wow. she has a very interesting background in music. And she actually supported a lot of famous stars being on, on tour with them. Really? But then she started realizing that we we're leaving too many people behind. And her being on the West Coast, seeing some of the gaps and, you know, what the sort of configuration right. of the demographics look like. And so her passion is making sure that – People who are underrepresented and haven't been at the table for venture investment get a chance. And I believe over the last two years, she's given out anywhere between 25 and 100K into about 80 different companies. Oh, that's so cool. And so they have a second round of funding. And uh, this fund is, you know, again, focused on um, African Americans, I think African American females and LGBTQ. That's so cool. And she's just pretty passionate about making sure we. The world has a place Definitely. for supporting these people, for and sure. very often capital is what doesn't allow people to take their ideas to scale. Exactly. And so we're having her stop by on March 28th, just around the bend. If you go to pghtech.org, you can learn more about it. And so excited to have her coming to town as part of the uh, Innovation Week and everything like that. So uh, it's, it's really exciting stuff as far as that goes. I'm glad the Tech Council is bringing her to Pittsburgh. I think this is her first trip to Pittsburgh, I bet, huh? I think so. I know that they're opening an accelerator in Philadelphia. Oh, they're mm-hmm. going to say, wait a second, we should be doing one in Pittsburgh instead, right? right? They might. But we're glad to see that, that the world in, is trying to solve these problems. Very, very cool stuff. So, Audrey, today's show, we've got a cavalcade of stars that are stopping by here today. We have Nicholas Buhite from Covalent stopping by. These guys are shooting some leading-edge video. They're, these guys are all about telling complete stories through your marketing. Really, really cool stuff. Sanjay Chopra, no stranger to Tech 5 yeah. Radio. Is stopping he, this is his third company? It's at least his third company. Right. Yeah. Talk about all things AI, big data, analytics. This guy can crush it. Such yeah. cool stuff. And we have a duo stopping by, Audrey. We have Mike McLean from Aspirant and Mike Gorman from Matrix. These guys are partnering together. 
and uh, so Matrix is a is a media company where they help like like radio stations and news stations manage their sales inventory. And, right, it's uh, a, it's a, like a, a CRM, right? It, exactly, exactly. And so they're working with folks at Aspirant so they can help build more powerful apps for their customers and give them an even better experience. And here we are doing radio all the time, and we don't even think about them needing a CRM. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow, oh, okay. We're kind of small potatoes. <laughs> but they're, they're right, and there is a market for that. Definitely, definitely. So I'm really excited about, about, about them stopping by tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about our CIO of the Year winners. Great, great stuff. So we're taking a break. We're coming back. So much in front of us, Audrey. Uh, this is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And we're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. You can learn more about us at pghtech.org or fly on over to Twitter at pghtech. Oh, it's absolutely true, Audrey. Tech Vibe Radio is in high gear. Came back. I told you we would. You told me. I told you. And I, I, I told I, you so. Hold on to all my promises. And we're hanging out with Nick Buhite from Covalent. Nick, thanks for stopping in the studio and uh, being part of the action tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Super excited. Glad you had Hey, me. Nick. What's yeah. the word? Uh, the word is it's cold outside. Jonathan's in a suit. I know. He looks good, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't he? Real I'm good. telling you, man. He it's really like, looks good. I think I need to get dressed up for radio more often. Yeah. I know. Are you going to use a curling iron for your hair? I can't. The reverse curling iron. A reverse curling iron. a reverse curling It's more of a defrizzer. Oh, okay. But I'm just yeah. saying. But we don't <laughs> want to talk about defrizzers. <laughs> I want to talk about Covalent, some of the great work that you guys are doing. So, Nick. First off, tell our listeners, what is Covalent exactly? Uh, yeah, it's, um, Covalent's a, a video agency. We kind of consider ourselves a great creative shop that's a uh, savvy marketer's best friend. Savvy marketer's best really? friend. Really? Yeah. And I think it's it's more because it's not really just video. It's like we think about how the video fits within your brand and strategically goes after the people that you are trying to target through right. that video. So it's more of like a partner and you know strategy and creative with that. And so – Tell us a little bit about the method to that madness. How do you do that? Yeah. Um, it's really like, you know, we sit down with our clients and deep dive with them, get to know their brand and mm-hmm. get familiar with it. And then kind of, you know, what is their problem or what are the, what solutions are they looking for? And we kind of problem solve for them. That's the way we approach it. You know, it's... Uh, what if there's something wrong with their brand? <laughs> well, that's a good question. And uh, we definitely have had those conversations right? before. And not that we're brand masters, but we know some really talented people we partner with if they need help with that. Because... Uh, Unlike a lot of, you know, production companies or video agencies out there, we work with agencies, but we also, our major clients are direct with, like, creative directors or the marketing directors of VP of marketing, CMOs of, like, companies. So we're usually working directly mm-hmm. with our clients. It's hard to sort through the noise these days. Uh, extremely hard. And you, I think the difficult thing is you need to be a part of that noise, but how do you differentiate yourself? And right. you can't just be louder. You got no. you get something is it was and more it than can't just, be just right. more frequent. No. No, it has to so, be strategic. So what are some of your tips that you might want to share with us in terms of storytelling? Um, I think it's it's really, you know, really knowing your customer, which a lot of good marketers do. Um, and then really thinking about, you know, how to authentically and it's kind of an overused word now, authentic, but authentically engage with them. And that's really like I think you have to be not afraid of taking a risk. And that risk is like connecting them kind of on a human level uh, or, you know, directly uh, targeting them personally. Um, People want that. People kind of gravitate towards, you know, a good example is like on my Instagram, I'm always being targeted by like ski resorts and companies. But it's okay because I'm really into that. Um, But they know who I am. Um, So you're famous. You're a ski. (laughs) I wish I was famous. (laughs) Instagram famous guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You see me on 
Jerry of the day all the time. <laughs> um, but it's really about like I'll use a good example of something that we've done in the past and that we are doing yeah. for some clients now is that, you know, we've done a lot of work for No Weight. Um, before they were acquired by Yelp. Right. Even when One of our favorite companies. Yeah, yeah great, man. great, great Pittsburgh company. Um, and what we did and partnered with them on is that, you know, their app is all based on an iPad. And that, and that your restaurant uses the information and right. the check-in and pe- customers can, you know, get their tables all through that. And it's great information for them and allows them to, that restaurant to be more efficient. So a way to kind of get new customers and get these COOs and GMs of these franchises to buy in is that we uh, basically bought a bunch of iPads, built customized videos. So we had like the general brand, like why no wait is great video, and then mm-hmm. added a personalized greeting at Very the beginning cool. of each video. Right, like, right, hey, right. John, like glad to see you at this conference. Like, I want to tell you about how no wait's going to change your restaurant. Um, and then go into the restaurant video. But, you know, you'd, so you take that iPad with that loaded video that also had the No Wait app at it and put in this awesome packaging that's, like, specifically that's you know, cool. designed for I them. Mean, that's, like, end-to-end solution yeah, right it's there. direct personalized yeah. marketing, but it, like, adds the personalization and it's a custom right. message. And, you know, we would we would deliver these to the, you know, these GMs and there'd be a 60% response rate and a 20% close rate. Like, Absolutely. out of the 6 to 10 campaigns we did, it was all the same. We're talking to Nick Buhait. From Covalent. So if people want to learn more about Covalent, what's your website? What's the best place uh, for you to go? www.wearecovalent.com. Like that, wearecovalent.com. Yeah. And, and so be- you work with companies of small companies, large companies. What's your um, what's your secret yeah. target? The sweet spot's probably medium to large, um, just from a budgetary standpoint and like strategically, you know, what, what resources they have and what we can do with those resources. Mm-hmm. We don't turn away small companies. Um, we started working with No Weight when they were smaller. And then obviously I was going to say, perfect. So would you yeah, work example. with manufacturers? Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff, you know, manufacturers can use for, like, video for training, and especially, like, the 360 virtual reality space, which we've been getting know. into and experimenting with. Have yeah. Interesting, um, yeah. That's, like, super big because, oh, you can put a headset on and, like, be like, oh, show your right. future employee, like, what's it going to be like to be on the floor and, like, train them on it. Like, it's a pretty powerful Interesting. experience. Um, and we're finding that our, like, even the stuff that we've done for No Weight, and we've, like, it's going from No Weight technology companies to, like, different software-based technology companies, and, like, it's going to be applied to, like, uh, verticals that we didn't even imagine, like that technique, it just is a perfect. Design. How? What's the attention span that people have for a video these days? I most pe- people in advertising be like the shorter is better. Really? Uh, however, I would disagree with that, and I think experience. If the video is done right, you're going to exactly. want to maybe watch more than 38 yeah. seconds, or whatever the prevailing yep. number is. Right? Well, I thought it was like 120 seconds. Okay. What's the What's the prevailing but, number? I mean, that's like people are going to say 30 seconds. People are going to say 120. People are going to say 10. I think. 10. Okay. I mean, but you think on like Instagram, that yeah, might be true. Right. Yeah, and, depending on platform, of and course. And sometimes, right. t- sometimes on Facebook, that might be true. But there's also really great content out there. Like, take it from, I'm like in that weird generational spot where I didn't quite grow up with YouTube, but I was still young enough to kind of experience YouTube. And I mm-hmm. didn't really take it seriously for a long time. Mm-hmm. But like in the last five years, it's turned into kind of a Netflix for me, which I still love Netflix and like all that kind of stuff. But like I have channels I'm subscribed to that just have great content. And these videos are five to 13 minutes on average. Really? Yeah. And, like, and they're I'm, not like how to fix stuff videos. I mean, I, I am a homeowner, so I do have to look up yeah. that stuff sometimes, but uh, it's a lot of it's like video essays or um, there's this, I'm not going to say the German word for it because I'm terrible at pronouncing it, but the, the, <laughs> the meaning is in a nutshell. It's Kurdgescat. It's like, wow. it's, it's, it's close. Okay. It's not really right. But um, it's all animation videos, but they talk about like science, 
stuff and break down like oh, really? uh, loneliness or break down like um you know multiverse theory and it's like this animation's beautiful the storytelling's excellent it's all wow. driven by VO and like that's on YouTube and like you can use and brands can use that you know and that's kind of what we do too it's like we we should be telling stories that and there's so many brands it doesn't matter what vertical that could like connect on a kind of a human but also mm-hmm. interesting like people are seeking information absolutely so i guess there's a little, a little bit of a difference if if someone is already interested in that content i think you can go longer but if you're mm-hmm. just trying to you know catch someone's attention then maybe you need that minute to yeah. grab them so i'm sure when you work with a customer you have an approach that kind of something that grab somebody but then also for the people that you've kind of converted i guess yeah for a bit of, of a go so got about a minute or so left i mean Video is not cheap these days, and it's, it's very important. How, how can you like tell our listeners to like set expectations if you're looking to put video into what you do? What should you be thinking? Like, well, what kind of a budget should you be thinking about if you really want to have effective video storytelling? I think you know everybody can start on a cheap end of video of like doing video themselves. Right. They just want to get stuff out there. Right. But if you're looking for a strategic partner that's really going to be looking at like from beginning to end and like how to, what channels to put it on, what, how to target that right. audience. Cause it, it matters what happens before that video gets released too, for that audience to exist. Like you're going to be looking at at least $10,000 of investment Absolutely. up to hundreds of thousands. Of oh, of course. Yeah. And I think the beautiful part is like a shop like ours is that we kind of approach it as like, you're not just going to get one video. If you partner with us, it's like, we're going to think about the major video that's going to really sell but also, like, how do we get shorter versions to put exactly. out social media to drive people to your website? And or to tailor that to each of the platforms yeah. based on the Seek strengths and weaknesses yeah. and, and things like that. That's why you go to wearecovalent.com. Thank you so much. Out. Thank you for Nick. the time, guys. No, great, great stuff. This is why I love doing our show, Audrey. We talk to the coolest people in Pittsburgh, and Nick, you are one of those people. <laughs> Trying to be. Simple yeah. as that. <laughs> I know. Great, great stuff. Hey, learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org for 36 years, helping tech companies succeed. We want to help you out, too. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Rousseau. Audrey, one of my favorite people has stopped by Tech Vibe Radio. He has. This is, uh, we have Sanjay, founder and CEO of Cognistics in the house. Yeah. How are you? Very good. It's always great to see both of you, Audrey and Jonathan. It's so great. I love that you're growing a beard. I know. What's that (laughs) about? like, I know. (laughs) This is part of getting old and lazy. (laughs) Ah, there you go. Oh, so I thought it was a particular look, reason or... Old and lazy. No. That's a reason, right? Lazy. Yeah. I like it. Lazy. I, I that, like your I get that honesty. way on the weekends. Like, you yeah. go like three days, like, eh. So I, you know, once I did this, I was in Cabo a month ago. Okay. For about 10 days. Wow. And all the guys said, we're not going to shave. The wives are not here. This is a great time to grow beard. Right. And I grew on Mike comes out nice, little salt, pepper look. Yeah. Really? I said, might as well do it now for there every once go. in a while. Wow. Nice. What's your wife think? Anju doesn't like it that much. I was going to say. <laughs> but, so my goal is to cut it down before the weekend, uh, you, you know, once a week, yeah, twice a week, and I'll be happy. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's get down to the business yeah. of business, right? Yes. So talk about your company. It's this this company. This company has been around since 2015. Yes. I can't even believe it's been four years. I know. We talk it's when crazy we fast, man. It really is. I think somebody told me the other day, and I really believe it now, the days may be slow, but the years fly. Ah, that's... My days are never slow. But do you feel that? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I the would keyword say there maybe. was maybe. My the days, days might are... be slow, but the years definitely fly. And I actually am a very firm believer. And the older you get, the faster well, the Jonathan, time goes. there's a reason. I mean, it's a math reason, right? Yeah, I figured Because the out. longer you live, the yeah. more years you have. 
right? Uh-huh. So it's through for all experience. By. One it's year just... when you're one is like 100%. Right. By the time you're 80, it's like 10% or 5%, wherever, how you crunch the numbers so of down. Of course right. it goes by yeah. fast. So it just gets faster and faster and One faster. over 80 is... Uh... About 1.2%. 1.2%. So that's how that's fast it moves. That's why we have you here because you're smart. That's why how math. fast it moves. It really does. It right. moves fast. That's why. It's just yeah. a math. So, so Cognistics is going phenomenally well. We are having a lot of fun. We are building a great, great team. So we are about up to about 30 people. 30 people. I love it. About half a dozen clients. Very few from Pittsburgh still. What a surprise. Yeah. We hear that quite often. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, we won't go there yeah. too much. Well, we can go there. But anyone who's listening, <laughs> pay attention here and listen to what Sanjay is up to. Yeah. So we are doing a lot of very, very cool AI projects. We do have a few uh, fantastic local companies. We're working in the area of retail, we're working in manufacturing. Right. Manufacturing so tell is, people what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. The tough problems that you solve. So let's start with the toughest one. So one is obviously, you know, we've seen in the last uh, uh, seven, eight years, AI has become really hot. So the way the analogy I like to put towards it is the following. So if you think about it, you know, when you plant a bamboo tree, you keep on funding, uh, you keep on sort of, you know, watering the seed for five years and nothing happens. Then in six weeks, the bamboo shoot is right up. Yeah, it's 90 yeah. feet tall. And AI is right there. AI is in a right? hyper growth phase. And the reason is a lot of technologies have come together. We computers have the ability to see things. They can understand words. They can understand the meaning of sentences. We can analyze lots of data. Cloud computing has emerged a lot. Computer vision has emerged. Uh, so putting all these together, we can solve some very, very, very interesting problems. First one I'll talk about is cybersecurity. Uh, we happen to have the toughest customer, which is my wife's company, Kroll, and Duff and Phelps. Oh. But the problem is huge. So here is, imagine this. They download information from the deep, dark web. So if the open web, which is www.whatever.com, right. all right. the URLs we know, is about 5%, 95% of the data is in the dark web. Really? Yes. I didn't realize that was that skewed. Okay, so yes. here we are in the dark web. The deep, yes. The deep the dark deep web. Dark web. Yeah. Right. Deep dark web. So they're down, exactly. They're downloading 1.5 to 2 million files a day. Wow. It could be any information. It could be Harry Potter books. It could be people's tax returns. It could be health insurance information. It could be flight itineraries. You don't know what you're downloading on a da- daily basis. And it's humanly impossible across hundreds of protocols, peer-to-peer, torrent, BitTorrent, so on and so forth, being able to analyze the data. So that's where the AI comes in. So we've run one simple classifier first, which says whether a file you've downloaded is worth exploring or not. We call it for junk classifier. So don't even mm. worry about reading these files. Analyze the other ones. Once you begin to see what you need to analyze, then we do clustering. We took, take like terms or like files and combine them ah, together. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if we see files with email IDs and passwords, we begin to delve deeper into those. Hey, somebody's data might have breached Target or XYZ companies or medical companies, uh, health insurance companies. So if they, we find those information, then we begin to sort of you know go even deeper. Now we are at a point which I'm really, really, really excited about with AI, an application into the deep dark web, 
is being able to predict if a data breach is going to happen. <laughs> so what we have seen in the yeah, past Yeah, you know, you is, see uh, the conditions. Exactly. Over the past six months, two years, or two years even, hackers are downloading and collecting your information. And once they have a critical mass, they go out and sort of, you know, exploit your information, whether mm -hmm. it's a phishing scam or something else. But as soon as the exposure happens and you're reaching certain thresholds, companies actually have the time to uh, to act before the breach happens. So this mm -hmm. is like a very reminder, exciting. Do you think like you can change. intercept this? Yes. Ooh. We're very confident we can intercept it. This is what I'm talking about. And so we get a call and say, Audrey, we're doing an interception. We are. Uh, so you'll, you, you'll get a call saying we're seeing uh, information from your company on the dark web. Typically, this information leads to a, a breach, data breach down the road. Let's act now, tell you what the reason for the breach is, where they're gathering all this information, so you can plug the holes now before it becomes a huge PR mess and wow. overall, you know, a mess for the company. This is what I'm talking and so about. Very cool. Any kind of sort of macro trends that you can share with us? Email IDs and passwords with, for your particular domain name. As soon as we see email IDs, password for a given uh, domain name, um, then you will, it's a very high predictor of breaches in the future. Really? So what measures should I be able to take then? So if you, depending upon how many employees you have or how right. many emails you have, if certain percentage are exposed on the dark web, very high likelihood that something's going wrong and the hackers at one point will try to breach your information or take data away from you. So I'm going to cry now. No. no, you don't need to no, cry. No, I'm rejoicing because I'm thinking there's companies like Cognistics here Correct. that are coming up with solutions. Just remind yeah. us, we're talking to Sanjay Chopra from Cognistics, and, yes. and uh, this is what it's all about. So what kinds of companies, any kind of company now? Any the kind world of is your oyster. Yeah, exactly. And so you can work with small companies. I mean, would it make sense? For you to work with small companies that might not have amassed that much data? Mostly for bigger companies. It's mostly, mostly for, for bigger, bigger companies, educational institutes, get... healthcare oh. companies. Those are the ones that have PII data that you okay. don't want to be exploited or people who are using credit cards. There's another product there actually we've seen on the dark web is credit cards. So we, we can see is the first six digits of, which is called the BIN, bank right. identification right. number. That's when it tells you if it's a MasterCard or a Visa, right? And uh, what type it is. Okay. What is the issuing bank? And then you know, it's called bank identification number. So type right. of card, uh, identification of the bank, and then the credit card number. So a lot of these are available on the dark web. Thousands and thousands of credit cards are there. So, And so that data is sold in aggregate? It is sold in aggregate. Uh, bad actors on the dark web uh, share this information. And what the banks ought to do is be able to see if their bins are exploited. And a lot of banks are already doing that. So they're out there seeing. They know there's a bunch of cards with their numbers on it. So Correct. when you started, in, what, four years ago, uh -huh. is this what you thought you would be getting into? No, we would. We were, <laughs> so this Quite was one project actually. that came our way. <laughs> so we were mostly focused on retail. Right. And we still are. Uh, but cybersecurity has become big. Manufacturing has also become right. very big. We've been working with PPG, we're helping them make paint better, which we are very, very excited wow, about. Wow, that's, oh, that's great. So you must have so much fun. 
because you're solving some crazy problems from making paint better to cybersecurity to working with retailers. Like Exactly, working cool. with supply chain and logistics yeah. companies. And so we are having a ball. And the best part is we have, you know, the world's greatest experts. Uh, you know, Dr. Eric Nyberg, who's my co-founder, Alex Hoffman, Florian Metzi, all these people from CMU, and uh, more importantly, we're hiring a lot of very smart people, again, from Carnegie Mellon University, right. either in, from the robotics program or LTI, computational data science, Heinz School, Tepper School, and we've continued to build the team. Are you yeah. recruiting now? Of course. I was going to say, we just hired two last week. We're hiring three more uh, in the next month and, you know, six interns coming this summer. So we're getting lots of projects and lots of work. My only problem is uh, most of these, if not, I think all of them are international students and we won't talk about the I know, we have to talk about that. That's for another conversation to have. So we've got about a minute or so left, Sanjay. What's the best way people learn more about Cognistics and all the crazy cool things you're able to solve with AI? So I think the way to think about it is if you have lots of data, okay. what we can do is begin to make sense of that data. So what right. you need to do is have a lot of data, have a lot of clean, normalized data, then know the analytical objective. What is the Makes question right. I want answered from the data? Once you have that, then you come to us and we apply the best models possible, best in the world, honestly, cool. uh, to, to uh, whether it's uh, deep learning, reinforcement learning, neural networks, so on and so forth. We apply those models to answer those analytic questions. Then you can begin to make predictions. Who's going to buy my products? How exactly. can I make paint better? Super what cool. data is going to uh, evolve on the dark web? Uh, Am I shipping the right amount of waffle fries to the chicken <laughs> restaurants? All uh, sorts of stuff we can Pressing answer. problems in the world. Go to cognistics.com. That's C-O-G-N-I-S-T-X.com. Sanjay Chopra, you're awesome, man. We love oh. hanging out with you. Too much fun. It is. It is too much fun. It's always good to see both of you guys. Good stuff. So great. We're, Thank you. We're Thank you home. for kicking us to the moon and back. Oh, anytime. We're taking okay, a quick guys. break. We'll be right back. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Rousseau. You made a very wise choice keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Busso. And Audrey, we got two 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 guys with us tonight. Yeah, they're gonna talk cool about story. something new between the two of them, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. And How one is and one is no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. In fact, he <laughs> sung for us last time. <laughs> I know. I don't know if we're gonna have enough time we for that. We probably won't, but we have Mike Mark Gorman here, the singer from Matrix. Uh, Solutions CEO, and we also have this Mike McLean, president of Aspirant. And you guys are like hanging out more together these days, right? That's true. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are absolutely. So um, I'll just jump right in. Yeah. So we, um, Matrix, we've been around a long time, but over the past several years, we've been doing a lot of redevelopment of our underlying software. And so we provide uh, basically workflow, CRM, pipeline management, budgeting forecasting reporting software specifically for the media industry. So we sit in their sales organizations, and as you might expect, our largest competitor is Salesforce. Ah, um, and okay. so we, I'm never scared to go head-to-head -head in a sales organization against Salesforce because we are built, we're partitioned. Yeah, you're made for we it, do. Man, Exactly. Right. We're made for media. That used to and be so an old slogan. And so when you say media. So people who sell advertising. So 
Our largest client base are U.S. broadcasters, the ones you probably know are mm-hmm. like we're in ABC's O&O's. We are in Univision. And then we have big companies like Nexstar, Gray Media, et cetera, though not necessarily household names. They're still you know, right. They're big powerhouses. Yeah, exactly. Right. Totally. No. Okay. So um, one of the things or one of the disadvantages we have with a Salesforce is – a lot of people will use Salesforce as their tool to integrate many different softwares, right. whether they're sales-related or not. And so we've actually worked with these guys on a few projects over the last uh, couple of years. And so we thought, hey, it makes sense to really bring them on to take on a lot of our customization work, right, our SSW exactly. work, but also act as a systems integrator. So when our clients start saying, hey – we have this, 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 and this. We want to bring these all in-house together. Exactly. These guys can actually get involved and do that. I was so excited when I saw the news release saying that you guys were working together. Like it's like you're bringing the you're bringing the peanut butter and the jelly together on this thing. And so, Mike, it's Aspirant, talk about yeah. Your, yeah, talk about your perspective on this. Yeah, so Aspirant is a 14 year old company that is a management consulting and technology company. And we have a lot of um, big corporate clients and small clients as well. But one unique thing about us, we have a team that does website and mobile app development. And that was what really got us engaged with Matrix Solutions. So we have that expertise of bringing, integrating different software packages. Mm-hmm bringing that expertise to bear, and then um, being able to develop new software as well. So it was a really good partnership from that aspect. So the really the secret sauce is now I get the software. I'm mm-hmm. a media company. I get the software. I, I'm getting ready to do an implementation, but I need support, right? So you would come in yes. to your organization and help us through the journey. So we, we could help with those types of things, but a, another really big thing is – um, the Matrix Solutions has such a demand for their software right now right. Um, that they have overflow requirements in the amount of work, the amount of development or uh, integration they need to do. Gotcha. And that's where we can we can really help help them out. So you got so much work there, Mark. It's overflowing. I love hearing that. It, that's awesome. Well, I mean, it's great in the standpoint too. So what happened is years ago, media companies, people selling advertising, they really did things in a very similar fashion. But as we're changing. As you guys know, radio is not just radio. Radio right. stations are selling digital. They're selling sponsorships. They're right. selling events. And they all have different workflow and different needs and different ways of approaching that business. So as a result, a lot of times they say, we want your software to do this or that. And it might not necessarily be on our roadmap because it's very custom and we're not a custom shop. You right. can't grow your business just doing right. custom work, right. as we know. So now you can customize as we know. Exactly. Yeah. So this was a great partnership for us. And the other thing, too, is if you think about things, people will use Salesforce to build out non-sales solutions, but they use it as a dissemination tool. Mm-hmm. Hmm, so our okay. clients at times may say, hey, I want to do, you know, maybe, I don't know, I'm pulling this from somewhere, um, <laughs> is they want to do maybe website development for their accounts. Right. There's a, it's probably a bad example, but they may develop a whole system to do that. Well, we wouldn't take any time to integrate that into our software, but uh, they could do it. Mm-hmm. So okay. you bring them in, they so solve the in- it for them, and you have some very happy customers at that point. 100%. Yeah. And so the integration that would occur could be from any technology or it could be custom. Yeah, it could be either. So any other system that right. a company has and they want to do traditional integration, right. um, but it could also be custom features they want in the software that, as Mark said, uh-huh. it's just not on Matrix Solutions 
um, roadmap for the future. But as a one-off, this customer might really want that functionality and it could really help their business. So basically you fear no integrations whatsoever, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> we and can I, make that happen. I'm going to add too, but it can also help us as an organization. So for example, we have a new client that we just acquired and they wanted an integration with a company called V Creative. And V Creative does some workflow management to ensure ads that are supposed to run are actually running, et cetera. Mm. And there's a lot of steps in that integration to make it work and flow with our system and the account, et cetera. So they, these, these folks, they're, you guys are doing it. You're putting it together. But it's great for us because not only does it make the client happy, we also have like eight other prospects that we know this helps us with those prospects because they also want this integration. With ah, creative. interesting. So and then do it for one, you know, there's others yeah. in the pipeline that would right. make that so much more interesting. So then you can plot your next releases? Exactly. Right. Okay. Ooh, I love it. So you're having fun? Yeah, I think so. We we have at Aspire, um, the web and app development is one of the newer, cooler things we do. And even even in general with our business, we bring a unique value that what our um, people um, aren't offshore. They're on the shore of North Shore. Of North Pittsburgh. Shore, exactly. Uh, they're they're North new, shore. Kind of, <laughs> new, new kind they're of offshore. I like uh, I love it. And we feel like we can... Um, bring really um, great value for our customers um, on the website, web and app side. Eaton Park might be a good example of a local customer that we have um, in that area. But we feel like we bring great value to customers. We can do really new, unique things. And um, this partnership with Matrix is just a, a great evolution for us. That's awesome. So I'm going to yeah. do things if I might. Of course. Yeah. What do we have you here for? One thing that's really great for us, too, is that they have a presence in the U.K., so for us, we have been working diligently to expand internationally. So this will they last get you a foothold there. Right? So you like yeah. our direct flight? I'm going to be yeah. taking that uh, later this uh, in a few months. So I'll be on that flight. Coming, yeah, it's a great flight. Coming back actually from vacation. Um, but <laughs> but either uh, way, okay. it's we a, don't care. Maybe people that. on that flight. Um, we don't care. But so that's good for us to have some of that globalness. And then okay. I, I have one complaint, mm-hmm. and it is. I mean, look at how he's dressed. He comes to our office. He's, for those who can't see, he's in a suit and a tie. Now, yeah, I, but he's wearing purple. I mean, yeah. he looks great. He's got, some, he's got some good Let's color going like, on there. No, he he's looks got great. Color going on. I, I wouldn't make fun true. of him. I'm not making fun of him. He looks great. But if you saw the people in our office, I would be considered dressed up, like relatively Right, well, because you're wearing your pajamas. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going supermarket top. <laughs> so I was at the CEO breakfast for the United Way CEO breakfast for right. uh, prevention of violence against oh, girls right. and women. That's, that's why great. the purple today. So nice. that's Aww. a really important cause for our company. That's great. Um, I we, like we, the tie. Yeah, we have a Are You Safe app, which is a domestic violence app in the U.S. We oh, that's a, cool. A, a Bright Sky, which oh, is in the U.K. You. So. Uh, just another uh, manifestation of our app building capability, but the purple is is on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. That's great, okay, Mike. Thanks for making me feel like crap. You set me up. You set me up. I told him ahead like of time to blue yeah. blue jeans. I don't see any purple going on in there. <laughs> so you seeing some changes in the media business these days? Uh, absolutely. Um, it is. I mean, it's pretty interesting because we do work with a lot of broadcasters, so it's pretty fascinating to see how they're taking on the challenges, not right. only of the digital world, but of course with streaming, right. Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and how they're trying to address that competition. Though conversely, uh, people don't talk about this a lot, but um, I am a believer that um, 
cord cutting is actually a benefit to local broadcasters. Of course it is. You still get that TV for free. Right. And in the past two years, you've seen an increase from 16 to 20% in households buying antennas. Um, so, really? I mean, I really? still have cable. Huh. Um, you know, I still have a massive cable bill. So do I. Um, I have a do. massive cable bill. So, <laughs> massive but, cable um, bill. you know. I have a massive cable. And I call them every once in a while. I go, do you know who I am? Exactly. Like, I no. don't want my cable bill to be this So, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of those challenges. But I, I, I think it's interesting to watch. And I even say, you know, a lot of times we always talk about how people are always watching uh, video on demand or streaming television. But I think people still turn on the TV, at least I do, like after the day sometimes just to throw something on. I'm watching live television. It may not necessarily be fully intentional, uh, but I am turning it on and watching that. And so I think, you know, I think they still say 68% of all television is is watched live. So it's it's interesting. And oh, that's interesting. Yeah, sports and uh, special events, they're always going to be live. Yeah, I don't want to watch a game that's already occurred. No. No, I don't. I don't even get that. Yeah, that's exactly. the truth. I don't no, even. I can't comprehend. No, that. Yeah. Not at so all. we just got a couple minutes left. I'm just so excited you guys are partnering up. I think this is so awesome when two companies are offering new, able to offer new services, make happier customers, make more money. It's such a great thing. If people want to learn more about each one of your respective businesses. Where can they go and, and check out first Aspirant at first? Where, where can they go and check you guys out? Yeah, you can check us at, at Aspirant.com. Okay. And you can find all about the management consulting services we offer um, in addition to our technology capability. And um, one other plug I'd like to make, we mm-hmm. have a really cool tool called Digital Discovery, which is an AI-based tool cool. that can consolidate information and drive insights for, for our clients. So Absolutely. Something cool Great. to check out. Cool. And Mark, for Matrix Great. Solutions? So Matrix, our website is Matrix for Media. So F-O-R, not the number four, formedia.com. Uh, you know, go on. And, of course, if you have interest, please reach out. We would definitely talk to you oh we love it what a great pittsburgh no, story great. i love it man all the way around and they're north shore and they're north shore that's our new that's our new town yeah. north shore thank you for good that. call that we thank like that so guys. much mike absolutely good stuff hey another tech vibe radio under the belt guess what audrey next week at this time we'll be talking about the cio of the year winners i don't know how this happens every year we have the event it gets bigger and better i can't wait to find out who wins this year it's gonna be a lot of fun so go to pghtech.org there might be a couple tickets left i don't know we sell out pretty quick but Give it a shot and see. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Have yourself an awesome weekend.